Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello? Yes, this is the chief of police. What? You spotted the two bandits who held up the 4th National Bank? Say, that's capital. No, we can't send any policemen over just now. Yes, I know there's a $50,000 reward, but what's money? We're listening to The Life of Riley. Teal, T-E-E-L, Teal, the amazing liquid dentifrice. That's it, T-E-E-L. Teal, the amazing liquid dentifrice, brings you the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Remember, friends, for beautiful smiles, it's T-E-E-L, Teal. And just for laughs, it's R-I-L-E-Y, Riley in the life of Riley. Sometimes teenage daughters are a problem to their bewildered fathers. And this holds true for Riley and his 16-year-old daughter, Babs. Right now, a problem is shaping up in the kitchen of Riley's little California bungalow. But, Daddy, I'm not an infant any longer. I'm 16 years old, and I don't see why Simon Vanderhopper can't come to my house. Come on, Daddy, what do you say? Well, I say... Now, Riley, I don't see any harm in it. If you have any real objections, we'd like to hear them. Well, I... You're always objecting to my boyfriend. If you have anything definite against Simon, why don't you come right out and say it? Well, I... Now, it's no use denying. <laughs> why don't you know you're I always... I just don't see why you can't be like other fathers. There's no reason to have trouble oh. like this. Well, say something, Riley. Well, don't just stand there. Don't you two know we just finished fighting a war for free speech? <laughs> and it so happens we won it. So let me talk, will you? Well, go on and talk, Riley. Goodness knows we've been waiting. Well, Babs, I say that you're too young for this fellow, and I don't want him around here. But, Daddy, you never even met him. I don't have to. He's too old for you. Oh, why, he's only 22. That's old enough. Do you realize he's only 17 years younger than I am? Oh, Riley, what if he is a little older than Babs? When I was a girl, my father let me go out with older boys. Yeah, and look who you wound up with. <laughs> I mean, Babs, you can't see him. But after all, we're just going to sit in the living room and talk. Oh, don't be so old-fashioned, Riley. Times have changed. Yeah, but boys haven't. <laughs> Jeepers, Daddy, you'll be here. Yeah, I know, but all day long at work I'm using my eyes. 
And when I come home at night, I ain't gonna strain him watching through a keyhole. <laughs> But gee, Barbara, why did we have to meet in the park? Well, don't you think the park is more, well, romantic? Not when you got hay fever. <laughs> like I have. Well, you can't come to my house, Simon. My father wouldn't approve. But he never even met me. Why, if he took just one look at me, he could tell right away that I'm not the type of fellow that goes around uh, holding hands with girls and kissing them. I'm the marrying type. Are you really, Simon? Sure. My father got married, and my grandfather, too. <laughs> it runs in our family. Well, why are you telling me all this, Simon? Well, gee, can't you guess? Well, no. Well, I love you, Barbara. I love you madly. <laughs> Simon, I don't know what to say. This is all so sudden. That's the way I am. I go along like a quiet volcano, and then I erupt. <laughs> I love you madly. Oh, I bet you've said that to other women. Only one. My mother. <laughs> I want to marry you, Babs. Oh, Simon, I, I'm flattered and honored. But aren't you a little too young to think about marriage? No. I'm making good dough now. I get $20 a week. Well, what are you doing? I'm unemployed. <laughs> but they're releasing a lot of critical material, so I'll be getting back my pre-war job. What was that? I was a bubblegum salesman. <laughs> when the war started, bubblegum blew up. But now there's a big future in it. Say you'll marry me. Well, it's no use, Simon. My father just... Oh, he'd get used to me. You don't know my father. All fathers are alike. My father got used to me. I, I love you madly. I'm afraid it's hopeless, Simon. But we'll always be friends. But I don't want to be friends. I want to be married. Well, Simon, it's no use. So try to forget me, if you can. I'll never forget you. Well, if you won't marry me, I think I'll go get something to eat. <laughs> I didn't eat all day thinking of you. Well, goodbye, Simon. Goodbye, Barbara. Well, what was that? Oh, me. I was just shifting my bubble gum. <laughs> oh, boy, this cafeteria is crowded. Uh, excuse me, son. Do, do you mind if I sit down at this table with you? No, I don't mind. Thanks. It's very... Well, say, son, you ain't touching your food. What's wrong? Oh... Why should I bore a stranger with my troubles? It's a girl. <laughs> That's what I thought. Us men are always being hounded by girls of the opposite sex. <laughs> I want to marry this girl. I love her, and she could learn to love me, too. 
The trouble's with her father. Well, couldn't he learn to love you? I don't know. He won't even meet me. What a monster. <laughs> he sounds to me like a first-class moron. His daughter thinks she's a very smart man. Yeah, sure, she thinks he's smart. That's because she's a dope like her father. <laughs> Listen, you're a free citizen, son. And if you want to give up that freedom and get married, that's your privilege. <laughs> Listen, son, there's only one way to handle this guy. What's that? Go to his house and talk it over calmly. And punch him in the nose. Go, go to his house. Oh, sure. Braze it out with him. Say to him like this. Say, look here, pinhead. I'm going to marry your daughter whether you like it or not. And if you try to stop me, I'll turn you upside down on your head and spin you like a top. You're right. I'll do it. It's the only way. Gee, mister, I'll never forget this. You gave me courage. First thing next week, I'll do it. <laughs> No, no, while you're feeling this way, do it now. You're right. I'll do it now. Boy, will I give it to her father. That's a way to talk, son. And when you do tell him off, boy, would I love to be there to see his miserable face. <laughs> oh, but bad. What does Simon want with your father? Well, I don't know. He won't tell me. Uh, better tell him to come back some other time. Where is he? In the dining room. But he won't leave. He insists on seeing Daddy. <sighs> I've never seen Simon this way. Why, he was always such a droop. And now he's practically frothing at the mouth. <sighs> well, guess he might as well stay. What harm can there be in it? Hi, I'm home. Oh, hello, Daddy. Uh, hello, Ryan. Hi, Duffman. Hi, Babs. You miss me at supper? I hate working overtime. Oh, uh, excuse me, Daddy, but hmm? there's someone to see you. See me? Who? Well, uh, Simon. Who's Simon? Well, you know, that boy I spoke to you about. Oh, him. What's he doing here? Didn't I tell oh, you Daddy, that... Daddy, he says he has something important to tell you. Well, I'm busy right now. I gotta lay down. Oh. <laughs> now, Riley, be reasonable. Well... Okay, nobody can say I ain't reasonable. I'm willing to listen to anybody as long as they got something reasonable to say. Send them in, Babs. Oh, oh, Simon, you can come in now. My father will see you. Look here, Pinhead. I'm going to marry you. You! <laughs> you? It's, it's you. Oh, 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 Simon? Riley. You got your nerve busting in here and calling me a Pinhead. <laughs> but... But you told me to, in the restaurant. Well, I thought you were talking about some other pinhead. <laughs> get, get, get out of this house, girl. Not till you listen to me. I love Miss Riley. I want to marry her. You think I'd let my daughter marry a dunce who takes advice from strangers in restaurants? <laughs> go on now, go. Oh, Daddy, please. Now, please, Peg, I know what I'm doing. Nobody can come in my house and say they're going to turn me upside down on my head and spin me like a top. I didn't say that. Well, you were going to. <laughs> now, get going. But I love Miss Riley. I'll fight for her. I'll die for her. Okay, but outside. <laughs> I can't live without her. I'm warning you, if you don't let me see her, I'll do something drastic. I'll jump off the Santa Monica Pier. You'll see. You'll be sorry. I'll jump. You'll see. Now, go ahead and jump. And then don't forget to put on your rubbers. That ocean is damp this time of the year. 
Riley, I don't care what happened. You were mean to the boy. Now admit it. All right, all right. I admit it. In the restaurant, you told him to say all those fresh things. Well, sure. But how should I know I was your father? <laughs> well, I... I'll just never live this down. It's the most humiliating thing that ever happened to me. Well, see what you've done? You've upset her. What's she upset about? That, that, that Simon ain't the only fish in the ocean. The ocean. No, he wouldn't dare do it. Hmm. I know what you're thinking. Well, don't believe it. You, you know I never think straight. <laughs> I'm worried. That boy was so hysterical. He might do anything. Riley, maybe you'd better find him and but see... Please, Peg. Everything will be okay. I don't want to discuss it. But Riley... All right. Have it your way. I just hope the boy doesn't do anything desperate. Oh, being a father's a tough proposition. Why wasn't I born a mother? <laughs> Riley. Riley. Who's that? I am your conscience. Beat it, conscience. I got something on my brain. And not your brain, Riley. Our brain. I share it with you. No, you don't. I hardly got enough for myself. <laughs> You're worried, Riley, aren't you? Me? <laughs> why should I be worried? You know that poor boy, Simon. Why, you practically driven him to... No, him. no, I didn't. You heard what he said? The Santa Monica Pier. Well, he didn't mean it. Suppose he did. You know young boys. You know what love can do. That's right. Sure can age a boy. <laughs> Look at me. The blame for this tragedy will be on your head. You're right. I was wrong. That poor boy. It's all my fault. I'm a snake. That's right. I'm a weasel. That's right. I'm a skunk. That's right. You don't have to agree with me in everything. <laughs> Riley, you're wasting time. Go to the pier. It may not be too late. Yeah. I gotta stop him. I'll go right away, as fast as I can. Take a taxi. No, I'll take the bus. <laughs> Cheap as usual. <laughs> Hurry, Riley. Even now, poor Simon may I'm be... going, I'm going right now. I'll save him. Hurry, get to that ocean. Yeah, where's my hat? Where's my coat? My water wings. Where... Hurry, hurry. Even now, Simon may be jumping. Don't jump, Simon. Don't jump. I'm coming. There goes Riley, stricken with remorse, racing for the Santa Monica Pier. We'll be back with Riley in just a minute. Meanwhile, this is Ken Carpenter with a short spiel about teal. What a pity to grind cavities into perfectly good, sound teeth. Believe it or not, that's exactly what many are doing day after day, grinding ugly cavities into their teeth for the use of toothpastes and powders containing harsh abrasives. And yet, that's a risk so easily avoided by the use of teal, the liquid dentifrice. Listen to this report based on a nationwide survey by dentists. Out of every ten adults, eight have receding gums. When gums recede, softer and less protected parts of the teeth are exposed. Those parts are 25 times softer than tooth enamel and are easily damaged by the regular use of a toothpaste or powder containing harsh abrasives. Therefore, the chances are eight in ten you are risking those ground-in cavities daily unless... 
The dentifrice you use contains no such abrasive. Now, remember this. Only teal of all leading dentifrices contains no abrasives. Teal cleans teeth with a patented ingredient, protects teeth from ground-in gum-line cavities as no other leading dentifrice can. You'll love teal's tangy flavor, its foamy cleansing action. The teal way takes one extra minute a week, makes teeth look their sparkling best safely. So switch to T-E-E-L, teal. And follow directions on the package. Teal protects teeth beautifully. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Now, when Riley refused to allow his daughter's boyfriend, Simon, to visit her, the young man hysterically threatened to jump off the Santa Monica Pier. Prodded by his conscience, Riley rushed to the pier, hoping he'd be in time to stop the rash young man. Riley's at the pier now, bending over the rail and peering down into the dark water. Suddenly, someone taps him on the shoulder. Hey, you. Oh, 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 uh, oh, good evening, officer. Now, what are you doing here this time of night? Well, I, uh, 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 I'm fishing. That's it, I'm fishing. Fishing? Yeah. Hmm, without a rod? Oh, yeah. Well, well, you, you see, I... I wait until I spot a fish in the water, and then I go buy a rod. It's no use investing money until I'm sure. Hey, listen, bud. Hey, you better go home now. No, I, I can't go home. Not now. Well, what's the matter? You got some trouble? Oh, me? No. Well, that's okay, then, because... Uh, hey, what are you staring down at the water like that for? Uh-huh. Oh, I was just wondering how deep it is here. Well, what's that to you? Well, I was just wondering if... Some poor guy who was in trouble could jump off here and... Eh, no uh, one's jumping. Not while I'm around here. Well, maybe you wouldn't see him. He, he could do it in a second. All, all a guy would have to do is, is get up on the rail like this. And... Oh, no, you don't. Wait a Come minute. Back here. Hey, let go. No, don't, don't, don't push. I'm falling. Help! Help! Feeling better now, mister? Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay, but I think I got a barracuda in my left lung. <laughs> I'm sure sorry about this, Bob. But why didn't you tell me before you were worried about this kid, this this Simon? Well, I, I didn't want to get mixed up with the police unless I was sure. I really thought you were trying to end it all. Me? End it all? Yeah. What, what kind of a man do you take me for? I got a wife. I'd never end it all without her permission. <laughs> Well, you better get home now and put on some dry clothes. Oh, I, I can't. This, this kid Simon may still... Oh, don't worry about him. I'll keep my eyes open. Oh, yeah, well, then I'd better get going. Well, well, gee, thanks, officer. Uh, uh, look, I, I want you to have a reward. Oh, no, 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 no. That's all right. Oh, I insist. You saved my life, and that's worth plenty. Here, take this cigar. <laughs> I gotta rest a bit. Uh, 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 a car. Hey, hey, you, you, you going to town? Oh. Yeah, he's going to town. <laughs> That's the tenth one to pass me by. Uh, they'd stop soon enough if I was a pretty woman instead of a pretty man. <laughs> O'Reilly. Oh, it's 
to you again. Listen, Conscience, will you stop bothering me? Please, move out of my head. Not a chance. This is the only vacancy in Los Angeles. (laughs) Well, beat it. I'm going home. No, go back. Back to the pier. Even now, poor Simon... Will you stop with that Simon? How do you know he's going to do it? How do you know he isn't going to do it? I asked you first. Go back, I tell you. Oh, he he won't do it. He may have done it. No, he didn't. Stop acting like a stubborn fool. Stop talking like my wife. (laughs) Oh, oh, here here comes the car. Now, go away. Hey, uh... Hey, Liv? Greetings, Riley. Uh, who's that? I, I can't see in the dark. Don't you recognize me, Riley? It is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. Oh, Digger, am I glad to see you. You're a lifesaver. Am I? Well, we won't argue that point now. <laughs> uh, it's lucky for me you came along in your, uh, your, um... Shall we say vehicle? <laughs> Hop in. Oh, thanks, Digger. Uh, in front, huh? This trip, yes. <laughs> Lovely night, isn't it, Riley? No stars. But tell me, Riley, what are you doing in this neck of the wood? Oh, Digger, I'm, I'm in trouble. You, you see, there's a boy, Simon, who's in love with Babs, and I wouldn't let him see her, see? I had a similar experience. You know my youngest daughter, Arbutus? Well, there was a boy trailing our beauties. I told him to be gone and never to come within six feet of me. Why, Digger? He annoyed me. He was one of those obnoxious jitterbugs. Whenever he passed my place of business, he would shout, Dig me, Jackson! Well, that's different. When I told this Simon to stay away from Babs... He threatened to jump off the Santa Monica Pier. Ah, rash, impetuous youth to do such an awful thing. Oh, oh, wait, Digger, we ain't sure he did it. That's right, Riley. Cling to hope. In my profession, we have a saying. Never make a mound out of a molehill. (laughs) Well, I'm sure he didn't do it. How sad what love can do. Legends tell us that those who pass on when their love is unrequited are doomed to walk the earth as spirits. Uh, you, you mean a ghost? Digger, do, do you believe in ghosts? Oh, not I. I'm one man that's down to earth. But I do read ghost stories. Creaking doors, squeaking stairs, moans and groans. I adore ghosts. There's okay. <laughs> Why... Do these ghosts come back? They return seeking vengeance on those who frustrated them. Ah, that's all bunk. I don't believe in ghosts. Uh, where do these ghosts turn up <laughs> that these dopes see? <laughs> they generally appear at midnight, perhaps in a dusty attic, a dark closet, a dank cellar. Digger, can you go a little faster? I don't feel good. I'd, I'd like to get home. And let's not talk about ghosts no more. It's a little depressing. Very well. I won't talk anymore. I'll sing. That'll cheer you up. <clears throat> when a body meets a body... <laughs> Get it, 
Oh, Babs, can I come in? Simon, what are you doing here? It's almost midnight. I want to apologize to your father. Well, he's not in now. Anyway, if Daddy sees you here, he's liable to have a fit. But I thought if I'd apologize... Oh, no, no, no. You better go right away. Well, if you say so. <gasps> Wait a minute. Look outside. It's Daddy. Oh. Oh, you, you go out there and he'll see you. When he comes in, he'll see me. Oh, wait, I know. Come here. Here, hide in this closet. In there? But it's so dark in here. Oh, it's only for a minute. After Daddy goes by, you can sneak out the front door. Go on, get in. Okay. Good night, Digger. Oh, Mother, Daddy's back. Well, it's about time. Hello, Babs. Riley, where have you... Oh, look at your suit. It's sopping... Did you fall in some water? No, I've been perspiring. <laughs> it's a lucky thing I can swim, too. What? Peg, listen. Did you hear from that sweet Simon? Did he call? Why, no. Babs, Babs, did you... Was the darling boy around here? Why, uh, no, Daddy. I don't think I've seen him since you made him go. Uh... Why, Riley, what's happened? Oh, it's a long story. First, let me get into some dry clothes. Where's my bathrobe, Peggy? In the hall closet. Well, I'd better get it. Wait, Daddy. <coughs> let me get it. What's the matter? Nothing. Nothing. I just want to help you. Oh. No, honey, no. The kind of a father I am, I don't deserve any favors. <laughs> I'll get it myself. We've got to put a light in this closet. Oh! Oh! Riley! Well, what's wrong? Simon, you're back. You jumped off and now you're back. Yes, I came back, but I... Oh, Simon, have mercy. Don't hurt me, Simon. I came back to apologize. Oh, no, no, I apologize to you. Have pity, Simon. Don't take revenge on me. I was wrong. I admit it. I should have let you see Babs. You mean any time? Any time. I'll do anything you say, only get back where you came from. Yeah, I'll go now. Peg, he's coming towards me. Peg, don't let him come. Oh, Riley, will you get out from under the table? <laughs> don't like me. Get under the table, Peg. He's a ghost. Oh, no, Daddy, it's Simon. I'm not a ghost. I'm always this pale. <laughs> He's alive, Daddy. I told him to hide there. Oh, Riley. Oh, you thought he went to the pier? Oh. Uh, uh, wait a minute now. Simon, you you mean you didn't jump? You're alive? Yes, sir. What a revolting development this is. <laughs> We'll be right back. Help guard the beauty of your smile by switching to Teal, the modern liquid dentifrice. Teal on your toothbrush is so much safer than brushing teeth day after day with toothpastes and powders containing harsh abrasives. And here's why. Out of every ten adults, eight have receding gums. And that means that parts of the teeth are exposed, which are 25 times softer than tooth enamel. And brushing those softer parts daily with any dentifrice containing harsh abrasives grinds in ugly cavities. But teal protects teeth from such cavities as no other leading dentifrice can. For teal cleans teeth without abrasives, cleans teeth gently with a patented ingredient. 
The Teal Way takes one extra minute a week, makes teeth look their loveliest safely. Ask for T-E-E-L, Teal, and follow directions on the package. Teal, the modern liquid dentifrice, protects teeth beautifully. What's the joke, Dumplin'? Oh, every time I think it's Simon in that closet. And you under the table. Peg, please, let's forget about it. Will you go to sleep? Oh, dear. That boy must really be in love with Babs. Imagine threatening to jump into the ocean. What does that prove? Well, when you were courting me, would you have jumped off the Brooklyn Bridge to prove your love? No, but I did something even more dangerous. What? I signed a marriage license. <laughs> I'm trapped, but I love it. Good night. Procter <laughs> & Gamble, makers of Teal, the amazing liquid dentifrice, invites invite you to be their guest next week to hear the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. William Bendix appears by arrangement with Hal Roach Studios and is currently starring in 20th Century Fox's A Bell for Adano. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker and directed by Don Bernard. Music by Lou Kozloff. So until next week at the same time, this is Ken Carpenter saying goodnight for Teal. And remember, for laughs, it's R-I-L-E-Y Riley. And for lovely smiles, it's T-E-E-L Teal. Teal, the amazing liquid dentifrice, protects teeth beautifully. Good night. Zoom, 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 here's the story of a girl who found the answer to a prayer in a soap called Ivory Flakes. This maiden found her pretty clothes, gave up to twice the wear when she washed them oh so gently in Ivory Flakes. Sweaters and blouses, lingerie, she soon discovered how beautiful they can stay. Now they're lovely to look at and all it takes is that ever love and care with Ivory Flakes. Twice the wear, ivory flakes, twice the wear, ivory flakes. This is the National Broadcasting Company. <laughs>